0: Chapter Eleven of a Game of Chance by a Self-Made Man. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eleven: Further Discussions about Will Somers' Game of Chance. When Will Somers got back to the factory that afternoon, he found the fire had been put out and the engines gone. A solitary representative of the fire department stood on guard at the main entrance, and a few curious spectators hung about the neighborhood gazing up at the ruin of the third story. Superintendent Harper and an insurance adjuster were figuring out the loss in the office. All the employees, with the exception of the engineer and a few of the yardmen, had departed. Hello, Bill, exclaimed Mr. Davis when the boy walked into the engine room. Back again, eh? Got out of your scrape all right? Yes, sir. "'answered Will cheerily. "'That's good. "'What was it all about, anyway? "'Will told him the whole story. "'The squire seems to have it in for you,' "'commented the engineer. "'I don't seem to be in a special favorite of his, "'that's a fact,' replied the boy with a cheerful grin. "'That's right. "'But I wouldn't let that fact worry you, Annie. "'I don't mean that it shall. "'Ed Rixon is at the bottom of that affair,' "'said Mr. Davis, nodding his head sagely. "'He always was a hard nut.' "'said Mr. Davis, "'but I never knew before that he was a thief. "'His two years' absence had not reformed him, I see. "'I'm afraid it has only developed his criminal instincts. "'His father's reputation isn't anything to brag about. "'This swindle he's trying to work on my mother "'only serves to confirm my opinion of the man. "'The idea of him keeping that note all these years in the background "'and then ringing it in on us at the last minute on the chance "'that we couldn't produce the receipt he gave to father for the money.' "'That shows you what kind of a man he is,' said the boy indignantly. "'Squire Jarvis can't but have some suspicion of the truth. "'It doesn't speak well for him to support a fraud. "'Mr. Rickson probably promised him a large commission to collect the note. "'Such a proposal as that should be enough to arouse any lawyer's doubts, "'especially after your mother affirmed the note had already been paid, "'and Mr. Rickson had allowed it to run so many years after maturity "'without presenting it for payment.' "'That's right. It has all the earmarks of a skin on the face of it. "'Now that the note has disappeared, it is possible you may never hear from it again,' suggested the engineer encouragingly. "'I don't know about that,' said Will doubtfully. "'Edrickson may return it to his father, as it is of value to him. "'He could do that by mail if he's afraid to show himself at his home. "'What gets me is why he entered the squire's office at all. "'He couldn't expect to get any money without breaking into the safe.' and he certainly was not provided with tools for such a purpose. A ten-dollar bill he got just happened to be in the desk. It would only be wasted time to figure upon what his object was, said the engineer as he relighted his pipe. He had one, no doubt, and it will probably come to light if he should ever be caught. I don't believe the squire Jarvis will make any complaint against him, intimated Will. His efforts were all directed to fasten the crime on me. Lewis is dead sore on me, too, and I think that's the secret of his father's ill will. Very likely. You might as well go home, Will. It's half past four, and there's nothing for you to do around here. All right. Guess I'll go and take a look at my dam. It's pretty near time I had it repaired. Say, young man, said the engineer curiously, what are you up to anyway? What are you going to make out of that swamp lot? You aren't such a fool as to try the same Dodge rickson monkeyed with, are you? What makes you ask? said Will with a grin, because I'm curious to learn what a little game is. Rickson figured on making a small fortune out of an ice privilege by damming up the outlet of the swamp and making a swamp out of the ten acres. The idea was certainly ingenious, but the confirmation of the bog knocked his scheme in the head. He was badly disappointed. The next thing I heard was that you, with all your smartness, had paid him twenty-five dollars for a clear title to the place, which, in my opinion, isn't worth a cent. "'I know you said so when I first admitted to you that I had purchased it. "'But that's where you and I differ.' "'We certainly do,' replied the engineer positively. "'Are you going to fill it in and try to reclaim the land?' "'With a grin. "'Kind of a foolish thing to attempt when people say it hasn't any bottom. "'Those stones you dumped on the frozen surface last winter "'are probably coming out in China or somewhere else by this time.' "'Better let the place alone and devote your time to engineering where your talent lies. "'It's possible I may surprise you with that swamp lot yet, Mr. Davis. "'I'm working a scheme, a sort of game of chance my brain is playing against the perverseness of nature. "'You ought to know that a large proportion of success in this world is the outcome of chance anyway. "'Rickson was sure he was going to succeed. "'When he failed, he threw the whole thing up in disgust, "'without investigating the cause that threw him down.' I didn't get on to it at first myself, but after a little while I saw through it. Then I began to figure out how the real difficulty might be overcome, just as I have worked my brains to try to produce a successful new damper regulator or my steam condenser, which you have just applied to that boiler, see? The engineer nodded and began to look interested. I may fail and get the grand laugh, continued Will, though his eyes sparkled with enthusiasm of the hopeful endeavor but I am satisfied I am working along correct lines. If I fail this winter, the character of the failure will determine whether I shall make another attempt or let the whole matter go by the board. I have thoroughly investigated the quality and consistency of that swamp grass. That was the most important step in the scheme. Once I was satisfied my idea was feasible, I went ahead. The chief element of chance in my mind lies in the uncertain course nature may pursue when the water is prevented from escaping. You know what occurred the last time this was done? Exactly. My scheme is to offset the repetition of that occurrence. That's a sensible idea, I'll admit. How do you propose to overcome this difficulty? asked the engineer, now thoroughly interested. That's my secret, Mr. Davis, and I hope you won't feel sore because I prefer to keep you in the dark about it for the present. I've only told one person, and she, your mother, I suppose, said the engineer. No? Nope. "'I haven't explained the matter to my mother, "'because if I happen to be successful "'I shall be able to work a very pleasant surprise on her.' "'Then who is the she?' "'asked Mr. Davis tantalizingly. "'Oh, it's a girl. "'I didn't suppose the she was a boy,' "'grinned the engineer. "'I mean, she's a particular friend of mine,' "'said Will, flushing to his hair. "'Oh, I see. "'You mean the prettiest girl in the factory, Jessie Fairweather. "'Well?' "'Maybe I do,' admitted the boy reluctantly. "'You needn't be ashamed to acknowledge it, Will Somers. "'She's the brightest girl in Northport, just as you are the smartest boy. "'If I had to pick an out of a girl for you, she'd be the first choice. "'You two are well matched. "'I hope one of these days to see—' "'Good night,' said Will hastily. "'I'm off.' And the honest old engineer shook with quiet laughter as the boy made a sudden break for the door and disappeared. End of chapter 11